What's going on, youth workers? Paul Turner here from the DiscipleProject.net, and it's time for the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast. So welcome in. Welcome in. Come on in. Grab a seat. Get yourself a hot cup of coffee, cold glass of water, whatever's working for you today, no matter where you're at, whatever part of the world you're in, I'm here to encourage you today. We're slinging it from the hip today, boys and girls. That's right. I want to give you a quick shot in the arm. Uh, Recently, I talked with one of my coaching clients and we had a great discussion. So I'm going to break down some of the things that we talked about and how it might benefit you. But before we jump into that content, I want to tell you about a brand new series I put out called Live, Breathe, Be, and it's from Acts chapter 17, 28, where the Apostle Paul says, in him we live, breathe, and have our being. And I was challenged, this whole series, five-part series, five weeks of messages, slides, the whole banana. The whole banana? Is that a a phrase? Yes, the whole banana. We're going to make that a phrase. You're going to get the whole banana, uh, and it's going to have small group questions, all that kind of good stuff. And I was really just drawn in to the story in Acts chapter 17 where Paul visits Athens. He's having conversations in the synagogues, and he's also going to the Areopagus where he is discussing the idols that are there. And really this series is, yes, it's about life. But it's about whose life? Whose life are you living? Are you uh, living an idol's life or are you living that Christ life? And so it's five weeks of just breaking down this passage and saying, hey, who are you living for? What are you living for? Is there idols there? Maybe it's time to get rid of those. And here is why. So I hope that you will check it out. Uh, I'll put a link down in the description below and I hope you'll check it out. So uh, today we're going to jump into... uh, What does it mean to be a coordinator versus being a creator? And my fear is that many of you have settled for being a coordinator. I want you to think about being a coordinator. You coordinate events. Maybe they they already exist, right? And you're just kind of moving, moving them around as if you work in a supermarket and you're just taking products like they do in Walmart or, and they're just, they're just moving the products around. They're moving the products here. They're putting, you know, maybe some new stuff on the end caps, but they're just really what retail does is just swapping products around. It's the same layout. It's the same everything. And they're just putting new stuff out and they're just taking the same old stuff and swapping it over here and putting some stuff over here. And I think youth ministry should be a little bit more intentional, just the swapping of goods, uh, the moving around of things. And you're really, you're coordinating, right? Walmart and Target, they're not necessarily, we don't know them as creators. We know them as people who have other people's products that they create, right? And they take their product and they showcase it and then they swap all that product around so that we will look at other stuff. And my encouragement is this, that some of you see yourselves as coordinators versus creators. Now, back to my discussion with my client, Zach. Zach is one of my coaching clients and we just had our last session this past week and that's what I want to talk to you about. You see, Zach, when I was talking with Zach at the very beginning, Zach, 
was just taking things and moving them around within the youth ministry, right? Slapping things here, slapping things there, hoping something's going to work. And so many youth ministries operate that way. So many youth ministries are simply trying to entertain and hope kids keep coming fingers crossed. And what we talked about, what Zach and I talked about, we talked about being intentional. We talked about creating a calendar that has intention behind it. And that's what we worked on. We worked and that challenge. I challenged him and said, Hey, look, next time we get together, you need to have a three month, four month calendar put together from, from September through December. And he did not disappoint. He not only planned all the way through December, but he even went into the springtime. So kudos to you, Zach, if you're listening to this. And my encouragement to Zach was this. I said, look, man, you are not just a a coordinator. You're not just taking things that other people do, which by the way, it's not, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with using, you know, a sermon series. Obviously I just offered you one. So what I am saying is you don't have to create everything out of scratch. What I am saying is you can create a calendar, create a three month calendar, a four month calendar with some intention behind it of what you want to see by the end of those four months. And that's what Zach and I worked on. It's not a matter of just coming up with, with brand new things from scratch. You can't reinvent the wheel. There's nothing new under the sun. So you're, I'm not asking you to, to come from nothing. I'm asking and pleading with you to consider not being a coordinator, but a creator of a calendar and a semester for your students that is filled with intention that you know that if you put this together by the end of these three, four months, something is going to happen. More disciples are going to be made. More students are going to come to Christ. Well, how do you know that? Because you're planning it that way. You're physically putting things on a calendar and saying, this is the rhythm of our semester. Yes, there's all kinds of things going on in the world. Yes, there's all kinds of things with COVID-19. Yes, there's problems, there's issues. But that doesn't mean you can't put together a calendar that coordinates with where we're at. You can still have a stellar calendar uh, with, with certain kinds of events, with certain kinds of uh, gatherings and all those things that are safe. And so when you're putting this together and you're thinking through your calendar right now, you're saying, huh, what is going to keep kids coming? What is going to do? And everybody's thinking that way. But I'm going to challenge you to think a little bit differently. Think a little bit differently about this. That you're, when I say creator, let's put another word there. You are an architect. You are you have blueprints in front of you called a calendar. At the point of the of the uh, any blueprint is something is about to be built, right? Engineers work on it, so forth and so on. But there are blueprints, and you are creating a blueprint for success. You're creating a blueprint to reach more students. You're creating a blueprint for better discipleship. You're creating a blueprint of a successful youth ministry. And so many youth ministries are tempted just to throw spaghetti at the wall and just see what sticks rather than being intentional about it. And so my encouragement to you is take a look at that calendar. Take a look at that thing and say, is this really going to produce what I think it's going to produce? If not, Start thinking of yourself as a designer instead of a coordinator. A designer designs. They read the blueprints. They create the blueprints. They read the blueprints, and then they start building, right? They start building the house that they they see. What does that house look like to you? What does this youth ministry look like to you? And then plan accordingly. You've got to start connecting the plans and the ideas together 
Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Ideas are are nothing. They're just they're, they're clouds versus uh, putting together a calendar that you execute on that you say, look, I'm going to put it on the calendar and we're going to make it happen. That that's concrete. That's starting to make something real within your program. And so if you're listening today and you're a little bummed out about your calendar, you're struggling, you're, you're saying, what am I going to do? Well, start, first of all, by thinking of yourself as a designer, an architect, somebody who's actually designing a successful youth ministry versus a coordinator who simply tries to think up various things and events and whatnot to simply keep kids coming, which the goal of the church by the way, is not to just keep people coming. Jesus said, go into all the world and make disciples. And the youth program and the church and the service and all that, those should be designed to make disciples, not just create better gatherings. Discipleship doesn't happen by accident. It happens on purpose. And so while you're sitting there in front of your computer, or you're sitting there with a calendar in front of you, a three-month, four-month calendar, gather with your people, gather with your staff, gather with students and say, guys, what does this need to look like for this semester? You know, some of you are locked away in the lab, hoping to cook up some sort of recipe to get students coming. And, and maybe it's time for that to stop because Maybe or maybe not. It's been successful. I don't know for you. But I do know this, that if you start including some people, some input from students and other people in designing this, you're going to have a much greater semester than if you just simply tried it yourself, struggle by yourself, get in the lab and you're mixing concoction together and you're simply hoping these things will work. Now, listen, if you are interested, I would be happy to do a calendar review for you. That's right. If you have a calendar, you say, Paul, take a look at this. Does this make sense? Is this really, is this intentional? Is this purposeful? Is this making disciples? Is it give, send me your three months, send me your four months and say, Paul, does this make sense? And then we'll have some dialogue. Maybe we'll have a chat. Maybe we'll get on a Zoom call. Maybe we'll get on a phone call. Who knows? But I would encourage you, send me your calendar. Maybe it's just two months. Send me that and say, hey, take a look at this, Paul. What do you think about this? I would love to do a little calendar review and then say, give you some advice or give you some help. Totally free. Doesn't cost you anything. This is not, there's nobody, nothing's going to be charged here. So simply send it to the disciple project at gmail.com. Send me your calendar. I will take a look at it. I will read it. And then I will give you feedback on it. Simple as that. And let me remind you of something very important. You can design all the youth programs you want, all the creative messages, all those things. But the Bible says, unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers labor in vain. This is not just creating a successful youth ministry. This is partnering with God and partnering with his word and partnering with the Holy Spirit and saying, hey, how do we create a program that makes disciples and not just a a youth ministry that attracts kids? What are those next stages and phases that help kids grow in Christ? And I would love to help you do that. I would love to be a part of your process. So if that is of interest to you, be sure to send your calendars to the Disciple Project at gmail.com and start thinking of yourself as an architect rather than a coordinator. Don't settle for being a coordinator when you could be a creator 
and an architect and a designer versus somebody who's just moving things around on a shelf and making it look pretty. And that is it for today, guys. I hope that you have been encouraged. You've been challenged. You'll start thinking of yourself a little bit differently. And as you think of yourself differently, your calendar will start to reflect that. It will start looking like somebody designed this program and didn't just throw a bunch of events on the calendar. If you love this podcast or even mildly like it, would you please consider going over to iTunes and leaving some stars and a review that helps get the podcast found in all the various spaces. And feel free to share this with your friends, with your staff, uh, with those that you collaborate with and uh, challenge one another with this, uh, with this brief little word of encouragement. So guys, thank you so much. Appreciate you being here and I'll catch you guys in the next episode.